Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. You might notice my voice is a bit scratchy. That's because I've been running games about 12 hours every day at Gen Con for the past four days. I'll be spending the next 24 hours or so in silent recovery. But for now, I'd like to thank all the heroes who talked to me and Kat during the show. Your warmth and support made all of our sleepless nights worth it. We'll get back to sleepless nights in a second. I'd also like to give a shout out to the new friends we made at the show. Thanks to the Indie Game Developer Network and the folks at Gaming as Other for the new games and fascinating conversations. Also, a huge thanks to friend of the show, Will Hindmarch, for introducing us around to some new friends and future guests. Heroes, you may notice Epiphany is not on our website yet. Kat and I took a soft release of Epiphany to Gen Con, and we spoke to a lot of great people who were really enthusiastic about the core concept of our system and our mechanics. However... These folks, who I'll point out have a lot more experience than Kat and I, pointed out some obvious flaws in the formatting of our playtest packet. We obviously want things to be as clear and easy to understand as possible for our first game release. So we're pushing back the public beta about a month while we put those final edits together. Don't worry, Epiphany will come out. And if you've been itching to see what we're working on, just email us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com and we'll send over the packet we currently have. We just don't want a wide release for everything until we've fixed it up to be really, really nice. To make up for that, Kat and I put together a special Gen Con episode of One Shot. It'll be posted later this week on Thursday. Meanwhile, the new magic item we cooked up in this episode is going to be released on Wednesday, so look forward to all of that. And with all those announcements out of the way, let's get to the show. So let's go around again and learn a little bit more about the party. Let's start off with Cat Murphy. Hey, James D'Amato. Playing Inway. Kat, uh, what are some challenges that Inway faced in her, uh, you know, building this new addition for spellcasting rules? Um, so most of the stuff actually came from the Coastal Wizards, um, because they had liked the previous edition and were really trying to push it, um, because there was like, there were a lot of wars going on, mm-hmm. um, so they were, they were trying to like really appeal to specifically that crowd. Right. Um, the, what are we, mass, what, what are mass? I don't know. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, MMO. What's a, what's a good, oh, uh, yeah. Gosh, uh. <laughs> it's sad that we couldn't have done that. Yeah, there's no real good, MMOs, wars. The, the, war, <laughs> the, the, the worlds of war, the, the Warcraft worlds. The Warcraft worlds! There we go! Wow! Yeah, they were, were trying to, no. <laughs> And like some of them came around in time because they realized that no, uh, all all magic was was losing like the intricacy. And then there were of course like the typical printing things like what 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 stock of paper, what's the weight that we mm. want to print these things on. The the dwarves have really good presses, but the elves can do it faster. That sort of thing. Yeah, that's you a know? big. It's rough. Yep. It's rough. All right, so let's move on to Cobb. Uh, uh-huh. <coughs> Cobb. So. <laughs> You you mentioned that, uh, and that is obviously Cobb being played by Zach Mast, the incomparable Zach Mast. Uh, when Cobb That's was nice. in prison, uh, you mentioned that he wrote a novel. Mm-hmm. I just want to know a little bit the rough plot of this novel, if you could, <laughs> if it's possible Yikes. to summarize it. Uh, sure. Um, so the novel is called uh, Buttercup and Me. Um, the protagonist is a. Uh, a young halfling rogue named Cory. <laughs> uh, and Cory goes uh, on an adventure with uh, four of his friends and uh, defeats uh, the zombie king. Okay. And, uh, you know, and along the way, you know, he, he forms a unique bond with his pony uh, named uh, Snickerdoodle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Corey and Snickerdoodle. And the book is called Marigold and Buttercup <laughs> and Me, right? Yeah. Why? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, continue, continue. Well, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, how there's the catcher in the rye, but, you know, real. I mean. Who is the rye in that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Adolescence. Yeah. The, catcher, yeah, the, the catcher and the rye. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
so yeah, so uh, you know, and then Cory and Snickerdoodle, uh, you know, they, they form a bond, and then you know, and then of course they're they're caught in a tub <laughs> together, and uh, and Cory's imprisoned, and uh, Snickerdoodle uh, goes off and gallivants around the land, and uh, eventually uh, storms the prison where uh, Cory is, and uh, and rescues him, and they ride off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I just gave you the whole plot summary, right? But please read it for yourself because it's really about the, <laughs> yeah. the prose, the... the language more than the plot, you know. Absolutely, Gallop Vance. <laughs> Gallop Vanting. <laughs> yeah. um, let's let's move on to Aldove, uh, and Aldove is of course being played by the uh, comparable. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I have to be honest. You can, you can compare. You can make comparisons. Uh, John Patrick Cohen. Uh, John. Let's learn a little bit more about Aldo's separation from the church because right. you, you weren't separating from Torag. No, but a lot of people here leaving the church. You know, that's a huge recession from you know where, where, what what caused that really. So I mean, after the uh, after the whole you know nonsense with the zombie king went down, uh, you know, we 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 saved the day. Aldov had gone out on his own to do that. That was not church sanctioned, and he realized that if he really wanted to do good in this world. He was going to have to do it without, you know, the church. You're going to have to part ways from the church. So he had this whole speech. It was this planned out thing. Like he, you know, he said he was going to go, you know, go away from the church. He goes right. up to his superior, um, and they already knew what he was going in there to ask them. And they had a counter offer for him, which was they wanted him to be an official church agent off the books. They wanted him to basically mm. be a black ops. Church of, uh, Black of, Ops yeah, Black Ops Cleric, uh, which was the name that he chose, um, <laughs> for Paylor. Um, one of the, the, you know, uh, thousands of years ago, Paylor selected a, a, a Paylor, Jesus. Yeah, Paylor, Paylor. Torag. Torag. Torag and Paylor, super good friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Paylor got, Paylor, like, called up Torag and was like, Torag, we need you to send these undercover agents to root out the, uh, evil of the Church of Paylor. So they had to, like, disavow from the Church of Torag to be these, like, wandering, uh, um, monks. But he still gets secret orders that are that are sent to him on stone tablets and huge envelopes uh, <laughs> that like tell him what to do for the church. But he's completely like he's living his own life now. He's with Amy. Like that's a mess. Like he never should have picked a bigger cover. Better. He should have huh? picked a better cover. He really didn't know what he was doing. But like he's telling everyone that he's not with the church, but he's with the church so deep that he's not with the church. <laughs> I have a question. Uh, that brought to mind that uh, between editions last time, we lost a lot of deities. Like, we gained some new ones and oh, they were yeah. cool. Like, I like the Raven Queen, but I also liked whoever she used to be, the like, the dark. Weejoss. I, mm-hmm. I really we liked Weejoss, yeah. yes. Uh, but she went away. So, do you right. know what gods are in this edition? Um, uh, well, at the time that this podcast release is released, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, however,. Right now, we don't know. Right now, we have no idea. Okay. Um, and I will say, Torag is from Pathfinder. So, we're, we're playing a little... What's Cthulhu from? I'm sorry. <laughs> he exists in this universe. Oh, no, Cthulhu is a real... Is real. Yeah, yeah, Cthulhu yeah. is real. Yeah, I mean, that's a, real, that's real. A, a real we're not, god that exists. We're not doing yeah. the podcast right now. Cthulhu is no, like a real just god. Like yeah. a real god, yeah. yeah. Real. This is John speaking as John. Cthulhu is real. <laughs> if you went to the Peaches and Hot Sauce barbecue, yeah. you would have seen him there. Panic. You should all be panicking. <laughs> <laughs> Put this podcast down and defend yourself of Cthulhu. Grab a Ford. Anakin, I mean, we're going to join his ranks. Or do that. I mean, just <laughs> do that. I mean, Honestly, all we're saying is like, pick a side, guys, because <laughs> the war is coming, so take a stand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, speaking of peaches and hot sauce, let's move on to the party leader and the leader of the Peaches and Hot Sauce Comedy what? Network, Patrick O. Rourke. Hey, James. How's it going, man? It's going pretty good. It's great. Uh, so I want to learn a little bit about Remy. Uh, and I want to learn who, what's the type of person that Remy envisions himself ending up with? He wants to be a family man. Yeah. Really, like, that's the one thing he has never attained in his life is some sort of stability <laughs> and a family. I mean, that's why when he became a celebrity, he kind of, it all broke down on him is mm-hmm. because he didn't have what he really wanted, you know, fame and money. That's just so shallow. He just wants love and some kids, maybe a white picket fence. Oh, a chance to relax. Nice. Very nice. So he wants somebody who really values family. Yeah. Okay. He's ready, you know? 
Well, should only be yeah. a folk hero for so long. His her muscles only stay strong for a few decades. I mean, honestly, you're some, you're probably good. I mean, you're in great shape. You do the yoga every day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, to start this, I am going to because you guys all role played so well last time. I'm going to hand out inspiration. Now, Ooh. inspiration is an optional rule among many optional rules in the new fifth edition. Fifth edition plays how you want it to play. Uh, you don't need to include this rule in your game if you think it gets away, but, uh, most, uh, most people I'm sure will elect to do this. Uh, when you role play your character according to their personality traits, their ideals, their bonds, or their flaws, uh, you can earn inspiration. And inspiration can be spent on any role to give you an advantage on that role. Um, and so with that, let's rejoin the party. And the party was, uh, attending to the wounds of a half-orc who was not great at keeping secrets when they heard the scream of a ho- of horses in the distance. <gasps> Again, horses, though. Not, not ponies. Not ponies. I mean, let's be, let's be real. But to be fair, horses and ponies sound remarkably similar. To, maybe to an untrained ear, okay? But like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm around horses and ponies all the time. They sound very similar to me. So how how far away does this scream sound this is probably like a couple blocks away which you know in this small town is not not that far grungus we've brought these medical supplies it's important for you to make sure everyone in the town is well attended to while we take care of the darkness of course of course i'll gather all the citizenry up and we'll uh we'll defend ourselves from the zombies let's go let's go investigate because i want you to know i'm so glad you came back for me yeah, just for you. Just, mm-hmm. just for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yep. That was our, our, our interaction years ago. I really didn't even feel we connected on a personal <laughs> level, but you came back to yeah. the town Grand to Asia. save me. You're welcome for me stabbing you in the foot. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cobb. That really helped me alert me more to. I mean, I'm slower now, obviously. <laughs> so if zombies do it, <laughs> I'm in pretty severe trouble. You just make sure those medical supplies get to the town. Right, right, right. And don't right. need any of those band-aids. That's okay. also th- true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, no sound making me sound like the, I'm missing something. Save them for those band-aids. of us who are really hungry. Cobb <laughs> eats band-aids. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, can, can I be... Oh, no, this is uh, might be too far. Can I be an honorary... Crazy party. No, that is too far. Uh, <laughs> you can write into the judge. Right. You can write into the judge back in the town that we were in, and uh, and ask him if he can mandate that you join us. But otherwise, does anyone remember our catchphrase? Things are about to get cray cray. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Turn it up to the hot, hot, hottest. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. right. Good job. Uh, no, no. Look, don't be adding things to the catchphrase. <laughs> no, I think that Cobb added that, didn't he? That Either was just way, obscure. Came from <laughs> 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 I don't appreciate. It. Let's, let's go to the stable. Let's go to the stable board where we heard the horse screams. Yeah. Oh, Buttercup. <laughs> So you guys are headed towards the stable. Don't you mean Snickerdoodle? <laughs> what? What? Ew. That's a fictional character. <laughs> Amy, uh, despite all this violence, I must say you smell wonderful. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> She's on my shoulders. I can't help it. No, that's I. I do. I I put perfume on my thighs just in case <laughs> this sort of situation ever happens. It's good that somebody noticed. Finally. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we well, should just keep well, going. I mean, he might become more attracted to you now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with your passive perceptions, you can hear that uh, there is like sort of a low moaning and scratching at. Uh, at oh, it sounds like scratching on wood um, that you can hear intermingled with the horse screams, and you hear. Now that you're closer to it, you hear a higher-pitched scream that must have been lost over the distance. Ah! Jesus! Ah! Torag! Ah! We have to go and help. Anyone who pleads the name of Torag deserves our guidance and protection. Ah! Jesus! 
the dwarven name for Torag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he knows Torag's secret name, the public name of Torag. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, what's the door situation looking like? Um, so it's it's a this appears to be a. Uh, shop where you can rent beasts of burden so uh it looks like there is a small stable and barn that is all shuttered up and there appears to be a door that's barricaded up and windows that are partially boarded up and around it you see these creatures uh that do have pale white skin and they're sort of clawing at the boards and like ramming themselves into the doors trying to get them to open up. How many creatures are there? There appear to be six. Uh, I guess I'm going to make a knowledge arcana on them. Mm, 18. 18. Uh, you, you see pale white flesh. Um, no, they're not whites. They're not weeks. They're not weeks. They they appear to be zombies. Ah, got <clears throat> Hey. Yeah. Uh, are they within attacking distance? Yeah, they're definitely within charging distance. Uh, do but zombies count as beasts of burden? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I am going to need you all to roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have rolled for initiative, and first up is Cobb. Cobb, you see six zombie-looking creatures clawing at the front of this shop. Um, here is a rough map. Uh, you guys are these different colored pegs, and the zombies are this poorly drawn building. Mm. I'd call it roughly drawn. I'm going to go with Portland. Poorly. <laughs> so um, I think first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to sneak across this little clearing here to uh, this wall that's mm-hmm. sort of kitty corner from the zombies. All right. And because of your ability, you can actually do that as a bonus action Whoa. without having them notice you. Just roll your roll your stealth. Oh, like he can add sneak to a move as a bonus? No, he still has a move action and an attack Shoot, action. Shoot, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, right, and so you're 26 really total. Yeah, uh, the zombies don't notice you at all. They are just sort of clawing at that building. Okay. Um, you guys think I should wait or should I just, uh, should I just go ahead and attack them? Because I think I have an advantage. Yeah, get them. Yeah, they're definitely flat-footed. All right, then I'll do a sneak attack on the first zombie I see there. All right, so you come out from behind the corner, and you do your sneak attack. Roll your attack. <laughs> I rolled a two, so that's a nine. Let's go to their armor class. And it looks like you actually hit. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, zombie scum! Roll damage. Um, alright, so because of sneak attack, so I have a d6, or 1d8, hold on. <laughs> so it's, uh, first is a 5, but now I'm gonna, because of sneak, uh, attack 4, d6, so 5, 7, 13, 16, so, uh, 18 total. Excellent. So you spring out from behind the corner, uh, and you've got your knife forward, you just go, yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah! You, you do it like, it's very brutal prison style status. Shank! <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. This is what I learned in prison! You, like, you stab the, you stab the zombie like 13 times in its legs until they just drop out underneath it. And then you grab it by the back of the head and you just sort of force your knife over and over and again into its eye socket and you wiggle it around a little bit and kick Cobb, it off. this is so brutal! Oh, this is for the Elson boys! This is for the Elson boys! Uh, yeah, Aldo throws up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, next... Where's Buttercup? Where's Buttercup? <laughs> and that zombie goes down hard. And uh, now it's one of the zombies' turns, and uh, because Cobb is the only one who's made himself known, uh, the zombies are going to go after Cobb. So he's got to roll his attack, 
and he does not roll very well. I am going to bet that this doesn't hit your AC. Yeah, there's no way a 7 hits your AC. Nope. Uh, nope. So, the My zo- fortitude from wanting to save Buttercup <laughs> protects me. The zombie sort of like comes at you, uh, lumbers at you, and slowly tries to grab you, um, but you dodge easily out of the way. Uncannily. Uncannily, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, next up is Aldov. Um, how far away is Aldov from the battle? I'd say about, uh, 30 feet or so. Okay, cool. Um, I will move up about 15 feet, and then I will, uh, cast, uh, Bless on all of the party. So, all three of you, um, now, uh, we'll go ahead. I have a question. Uh, can we use knowledge checks at the start of our turn for free, or is that a... Yes, yes. Well, I was just, like... Is knowledge religion the thing to know interesting, specific things about zombies? Uh, yes. Sure. Well, f- first of all, I'll do, yeah, It would knowledge. probably be an arcana or religion, but Wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, it'd be religion. I'll right? try a religion check on the zombie. Uh, I've got an eight. Mm. Um, an eight, you know, typically, uh, religions, uh, like religious zombies are created by some sort of, uh, larger controlling creature, usually, a vampire, some sort of dread necromancer, or even a lich. Um, and zombies, once the lead zombie is destroyed, as we've established in this universe, mm. uh, all the zombies go back to normal. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, so instead of, instead of doing that, I will move up to about 15 feet, and then I will, uh, display, um, my, the holy symbol of Torag that I carry around my neck. And um, make all of the zombies pr- t- uh, attempt to turn all of the zombies. All right, so classic. They may they must make a DC fourteen wisdom save or flee in terror. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they are uh, CR one, they are destroyed instantly. What was the CR in this? Fourteen okay. wisdom. Okay, so uh, looks like uh, all but two of them are completely destroyed. As you Save display some for me, the symbol of, Tor- of Torag in front of the, in front of you, uh, these ones manage to resist uh, your your uh, display of religious power, and they uh, now turn on you. And let's see, that one's gone. That one's gone. That one's gone. It is now Remy's turn. Yes, it's been too long since I've killed a zombie. The uh the little the red eyes on the thing in my beard start growing like really bright. <laughs> like, they, they like triple in brightness. Um so I will run up in it and attack the one closest to Cobb. Okay, so you run up and uh, attack this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh so I get three attacks, right? That is three attacks. Right, so. As I understand the system. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So oh it's seventeen plus seven. Uh, 24. That is a definite hit. So that will be... Ooh, 7 plus 4 is 11. Uh, you, with the first strike, you just take its head right off. So he's dead already. He's dead already. <laughs> that was, yeah, he's that was very dead. Do very you, unsatisfying. Do you have cleave? <laughs> do you have cleave at all? No, so. cleave doesn't exist in this. He used to have cleave. Oh, that's depressing. Can I use my other two... That guy's right next to me. Can I use that? Well, that would be cleave. Oh, that's right. I say you let that guy off easy. No, 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 no. He has three attacks, so wouldn't it be... You can use your attacks if against... If he's adjacent. Yeah. If he's adjacent. Yeah? Yeah. He doesn't have to move. Yeah, I mean, he's right there. Yeah, yeah you can use yeah, your yeah, attacks yeah, against yeah, yeah. Right. He's right there. We can say that you charged up here, which okay. makes just as much sense. Okay, cool. <laughs> so here's my offhand. Yeah. Oh, that's a nine. A nine will still hit their AC. Yeah. Uh, and then seven. Seven will... Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. Seven damage. Okay, so you stick your sword into its chest. Um, and the zombie is like... But it's still alive. Why don't you wait for its head? Let's I'm trying to do your gob. Okay, ooh, that's a 27. Uh, yes. So a, roll your damage. It's a potential crit, too, or is critting uh, Oh, yeah, critting's uh, automatic. Oh, yeah. really? You so don't have to confirm? You don't have to confirm. What? Great. So you automatically roll double damage dice for this. Uh, so that's ten. Well, No, that's seven, roll and then again. you roll it again. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just add <laughs> your damage every time. 
So 14. 14. 14. Okay, so you stick your other sword in its stomach where you stuck the other one before, and then you look at the zombie in the eyes. It slowly starts bringing its head towards you to try and eat your brain, and you pull your swords apart, cutting the zombie in half, and the stump of the chest falls back to the ground, and in the air, you bring your swords back together and slice its head into two pieces as you uh, put them behind your back and just shout, Lion's Beard! <laughs> Amy's been on my shoulder these whole time, yeah. too, by the way. <laughs> so Amy and I are now covered in blood. <laughs> covered in, covered well, in it's blood. Well, like, it's like black zombie blue. Yeah. Sorry, Amy. Whoa. That was gross. <laughs> I don't know, Cobb. You shake the shit out of that other guy. <laughs> Inway comes, like, sauntering on up. I wonder what zombies are doing working for elithids. Hmm. We still don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Jesus, Torag, help! Oh, Buttercup. That's not Buttercup. <laughs> She's in there, though. No, this is like that Cobalt. What was his name? Uh, they all look like Cobalt. I know, I mean, like, honestly, I've tried to get better about my racism, but Cobalt is the one holdout race, and I'm like, all of these guys are pretty much the same. <laughs> you there, Cobalt! Oh, is that adventurers? It is we are adventuring. <laughs> are you adventurers? We, we are, are adventurers. We are adventurers. <laughs> uh, it is us. The uh, crazy partiers. We're here to get cray cray and hot hot uh, hot. Uh, there are some horrific creatures, just truly horrible in here, and uh, I'm stuck to the ceiling right now. I can't get to all the horses to flee. Horses or horses and ponies? Uh, the, the mixture of different beasts of burden. <gasps> Do we have your permission to break down the door of this domicile? Uh, please. Please do, and swiftly. <laughs> Remy? <laughs> no Let's go. Uh, roll a strength check. I'll roll two. Nope. Just a five. Uh, let's do it as a team. Yeah. Yeah. I have a... Oh, I have a question. What's up? So I have strength of four under my 18, and then strength of seven here. What's oh, yeah. What's, what is that all about? Oh. Uh, those are saves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Each stat has its own save in this system. Nice. Nine. So, but it's four. Is yeah. My, is my four is your strength modifier. 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 So you add that to whatever you're about to roll. Okay, gotcha. Uh, oh, God. 12. We might need you to roll your strength as well. Because we're doing it as a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, so what did, what, we, let's go around once more. So, so we all first do with our shoulder <laughs> for nine, no nine, five, reason. Yeah. Yeah. I start doing it with my forehead. So okay, let's go back around. All right, wait, 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 maybe maybe we'll, we should try like maybe like a lock picking yeah, or like another angle. I could, I could climb up the roof and jump down the chimney. Uh, the the doors are pretty boarded up. Uh, don't you have uh, a special ability for breaking things, Remy? I could have sworn that. You did. The second wind. I don't know what this ten means. That's What's ten over gold. Here? What's over yeah, here? Oh. It should be over there. Uh, and yeah, one of these. The, I no, I, I, I have a remarkable athlete, but that's kind of my bonus thing. Huh. I can use second story work. It would have the word sundering, probably. No, you can use second story work to climb up and inside. Right. And then sneak to open the door. Yeah. How about How about we do this? Inway grabs Remy and dimensions door inside. Dimension door is inside. That's a fourth level spell. And you need to be able to see where you're going. Oh, you're right. You do need to be able to see where Amy, you're going. Amy, get off my shoulders and stay out here. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> okay, that's not going to take much convincing. That zombie thing was horrific. <laughs> Sorry you had to see that. Uh, I, I, like, um, Amy, I can, I can mop the zombie guts off of you, but... It's going to require me taking the sleeves off of the vestment, and I just like honestly, it's going to help my battle mobility and like. Uh, you you want to take the sleeves? So Cobb- I want to take the sleeves off. <laughs> well, I guess if it's for mopping zombie blood, it just seems I mean, like when you continued that sentence, there was like an ulterior motive. No, baby, baby, just please, beneath- no, baby, come on! I just want to like let me, and I just like rip the sleeves, off <laughs> thing, like take a big show of like flexing and like. Oh. Your That's biceps have gotten bigger. Oh, yes. And even more tan somehow. <laughs> I've been tanning. <laughs> Amy makes me wear sleeves. I go tanning. <laughs> 
I like wipe the zombie blood off of her. I don't think you're gonna want. She's gonna want you to take those sleeves off. I really. I mean, you should do everything you can to please her every moment of the day, so she stays with you forever. You know, because you're gonna get married, uh, as I assume you are. So, cop, you should probably like break uh, hey, lockpick this door. Yeah. Yeah, lockpicking. Is that that's not well? The doors are the doors are bar boarded up. Uh, well, can I just well, hit well, it again? Let's give it a try. Won't even try. help to get inside. Then you could try. Yeah, yeah, you could. What you could do is have one of you try and break down the door, and the other one aid them. Let's. How about so? How about we have our strongest person aided by our second strongest person instead of just of the adding, full party. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just really just two it's against just us. Just excessive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. okay. So let's try one more time. Fifteen. Sixteen. Nice. Excellent. You guys to get like you stand next to each other, you look at each other and nod. Amy's very sweet. You're a lucky man. Can we not talk about this right now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you kick in the they door. Kick it, yeah. And you see uh a, a small kobold that is uh right now shaking on a roof like hugging a roof beam as a long armed zombie that looks like only partially human with the entirety of uh, the back of its head being eaten out is uh, yeah it was uh, <laughs> hold on let me just uh that's a cool edit point <laughs> it looks like the entirety of the back of its head has been blown out yeah, it looks like fun. something sucked it out, oh, yeah. sucked on, it man. off. <laughs> oh, so it's like a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, it's it definitely a blowjob. Yeah. It was uh, like uh, somebody got the back part off. Yeah, <laughs> of the head. All right, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> on guys. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So. <laughs> Classic comedy. Buttercup, Buttercup, are you here? No, I just want to continue describing this yeah, thing please. first. So, uh, it has like definitely base human features, but it looks like its fingers are slightly elongated, um, and it still has that vacant zombie stare. And well, it's is it is its brain gone? Its brain is gone. Cool creature. Mm. Stop what you are doing immediately and unhand our friend. And it lunges at you, and I believe it's now Inway's turn. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Um, I know what I was gonna do, but this is much scarier than that other thing, so I'm just gonna cast Fireball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Inside? Inside a stable? How, where are the horses? Well, they're so. If you look at this crudely scrawled map here, you'll see you'll see this is the front area of the shop, and out here, which should actually be much much larger, is the stable area. Okay, so so it's all connected. Can I? We can be in the blast. Could I get forty feet and not hit the horses? Yeah, you'd have. If it catches on fire, then the whole thing's gonna catch. You'd have to. Uh, you'd have to make a concentration check to channel it outside. You'd have to like basically center a part of it outside the door to not hit any of the wood in the construction that's definitely in this area. Uh, I'll just cast Firebolt. It's just... Just, oh, uh, something so the more different. the more exact and precise yeah, and situationally appropriate. Fine, so. I'll just cast. Uh, I guess I just want to carnage and damage. Yeah, so I need to hit its like uh, I need to make a ranged magic attack. Right, and that's the according to the new firebolt. Yeah, that's how firebolt works. Well, yeah, in previous editions, I just want to make sure that you've looked it up for this edition. So look it up; it's on the page. Okay, so how do I? What do I add to a thing? So uh, it's a range touch attack. Yeah. So it's dexterity. You you would is that add, what you used to, no, for you magic? No, you your casting stat, your right. intelligence. It's just intelligence now, or does my level partially oh, factor yeah, into it? Jesus, it's been that's, so that's long. So, oh yeah, it's since I've so. Done this. It would be oh fuck. It is your base attack. No, that has nothing to do with my right. 
Okay, so uh, I rolled a 12, so I'm going to have to add my proficiency bonus, which is a 3, and then my intelligence modifier, uh, which is 4. So it's pretty standard as before. So that's 7 plus 12, so that's 19. So 19, does it hit its... Uh, 19 definitely hits. Okay, so then it's 2d10, which is not bad for a cantrip. Um, God, what does a d10 even look like? This guy. It's like half a d20. <laughs> Eight. Only eight. <laughs> eight damage. Well, eight damage definitely connects. Hey, cat, can I have the uh, spellbook? Spell <laughs> <laughs> uh, pointing at it for six minutes did not do the trick. <laughs> now, can I can I add damage to that using my point? Uh, or is that not how an no, advantage? No, that's not how it works. That- so advantage. <laughs> So if you want to spend your advantage, you advantage is rolling twice on a d10 20 and taking the better of the rolls. Okay. That's That's cool. Okay. Eight fire damage. Kapow. And I'm going to run around to the other side and to get in front of all of the animals. Okay. So you uh hit it with a fireball and then you maneuver bolt. around fire behind it. Firebolt. Fire you hit it with a fire moat. Yeah, a motive fire. You sent out a motive fire. Not not the castle kind. I'm pretty sure, but like the spec kind. So what, you what, emote no. a fire. I, <laughs> well, so to get to to get this thing, like what happens is you send out this mote of fire, um, and it goes through its opening open mouth to the you know daylight that's behind it. Yeah. And the fo- mote of fire does its tiny like, uh-huh. and it causes the creature to stumble forward, which gives you the space to maneuver around it um, to get to where the animals are. Next up in the initiative is Cobb. Um. So the zombie's still standing, right? Zombie's still standing. Powerful zombie. Oh, could I have made an intelligence check on what sort of crazy creepy zombie this is? Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm sorry, guys. 16 plus religion or or what? It would be history. History. Oh, that's not bad. Um, So 23. 23. Uh, so you know little about these creatures. Uh, there has not been a whole lot of documentation on the different types of zombie. Uh, usually a wizard will classify any sort of, uh, humanoid walking undead that doesn't display any sort of specialized powers or thought to be a zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of the type you saw sketches of this again, back during the aberration wars. Yep. Hmm. I relay this. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. All right, Cobb. Okay. Um... I think what I'm going to do is uh, use my acrobatics to jump up to the rafters um, and then hang upside down and try to stab them. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. so make your acrobatics check. <sighs> For buttercup. That's uh, ten. <laughs> That's ten. Okay, so I will allow this because you are standing right next to Remy. So you scramble up the back of Remy's shoulders. I kind of go down. I kind of go down on a knee and let him do it. Like it's something that we've like yeah. previously. You're, like, you're doing the yeah. stair maneuver, the stairmaster. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like Aldo ducks a little bit. Uh, you jump off Aldo. Uh, jump on Remy's shoulders, and then you're up in the rafters. And you sort of uh, run over and uh, grab onto one of the nails and hang down to try and stab this zombie. Yeah. So stab away, friend. Uh, okay, nice. so uh, um, 18, 25. All right. So that is definitely a palpable hit. Unfortunately... Oh fuck! I actually don't know the rules for that for undead in this. I don't know whether or not he can uh, crit, or he can add sneak attack uh, to yeah. an undead. Yeah, to an undead. Normally, you can't sneak attack undead. Yeah, Path but didn't they Finder, change that? They changed that for Pathfinder. Yeah. Um. So if you know the answer, write into the show, and we will wait until we get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we'll know the answer after. I really wish Wizards had played along in this one. Uh, we'll know the answer after the beginner box probably comes yeah. out. Um, which is just a couple days from now. That's how far in advance we're doing this episode. Anyway, uh, I I'll say I'll allow Cobb to to use his sneak attack right now 
Um, we fought zombies before. Yeah. We, all of our stuff specialized. And if we got it wrong, calm down, nerds. Yeah. Nobody likes you anyway. Nerds. We do this Ooh. show for you, and we like you. <laughs> Please continue listening. <laughs> <laughs> they like- just alienated everybody. Uh, you can see James and me get very uncomfortable. I liked, I liked the way that that really lost its steam at the end. <laughs> we do this show and we like you. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, fire away. That definitely hits. All right. Uh, so, first is an eight. Mm hmm. And then, let's see. For a 14. 17, 19, 24. 24. Good show. All right. And uh, the creature screams in pain again as he does this vicious, uh, like he drops down actually from the ceiling and just starts stabbing its back on his way down God, its body. God, it's so brutal. Oh. Take my gruel, why don't you, you stupid sound out boys. For Buttercup, give me a Buttercup. Where's Buttercup? I miss her so much. God, God. Oh, dear God. I'm not sleeping around this man. <laughs> Come to think of it, he probably killed like tons of people in prison. I that together until now, but but the zombie doesn't die. It turns around and it tries to attack the creature behind it. As it rolls its claws, let me pull out my DM dice here. Come on, that's a D12. Man, your DM dice are just efficient and practical. Yeah. They're so easy to read. <laughs> For the listeners, they're, uh, they look like ornate gold briar patches. They- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. That's a great word out. for it. Fun fact they are gold. Like real gold? Like real gold. <laughs> Damn, James. Oh. Guys, this podcast is doing really well. <laughs> Here, take your, take your D20, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are gold-plated. Ah, uh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> available at Shapeways. The, uh, this, co- this podcast sponsors Shapeways. Uh, we sponsor Shapeways? <laughs> we sponsor them. <laughs> we, we give them a dollar. <laughs> give them our business um it looks like two of its attacks are probably going to hit uh does a 21 hit your ac cob uh yeah okay yeah and so and uh does an 18 hit your ac now (laughs) i'll take that as a yes (laughs) i'm gonna roll damage uh, the first attack, the claw attack, Jesus Christ. The claw attack does 13 damage. Gee. Uh-huh. Jesus Toreg. Jesus Toreg. Oh my god. Toreg Christ. <laughs> the second attack does 15 damage. Yowchies. Oh, As, uh, the creature widens its, uh, so it, it grabs you with one of its claws. Uh, the claw sort of, it picks you up by the hair. Um, and you can actually feel the nails kind of digging into the back of your head as it pulls you in for the bite. And it just takes a massive bite out of its shoulder as it uh, widens its head unnaturally wide and clamps down on your body. Oh, my beautiful hair! <laughs> <laughs> what will my love think of me? <laughs> um, okay. Um, guys... Guys! Next up is Aldo. Unhand, my friend, you terrible beast. Um, I'm going to, uh, use a, a spell. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm going to shoot a guiding bolt at him. What's so, the guiding bolt? It is a, uh, bolt of arcane energy. Mm. Um, and it's, it's. Not actually, divine? Not no, it's, it's arcane. Interesting. Uh, she's like, oh, cause it doesn't have a brain, we can't kill it. So we have to either find its brain or use it, use like holy energy, probably. What? Probably. Yeah, that's how. Look, at it doesn't have a brain, and that's how you kill zombies, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I forgot that zombie killing 101. <laughs> oh no! After all these zombies are killed. It is, I, my, it, my apologies, it is radiant damage. Radiant. Da- oh, cool. Good. Cool. Um, so does a, why did that, does a 20. D six hit. 
24, 24. 24, 24 will absolutely hit. Okay, I'm going to borrow people's D6s because I like rolling them all at once. And it takes uh, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 damage. 14 damage, um, which uh, you blast uh, with uh, gold and white energy, uh, hits this zombie in the chest, uh, and you can see through its body like these glowing white veins start to pop up all over it as uh it, the creature starts shaking and shatters into a thousand pieces and uh is just dust on the floor zom bye <laughs> all right come on <laughs> i mean like it's really like, that was wonderful <laughs> yeah. Please, friend. Uh, he, is he hanging on the ceiling Yeah, now? he's hanging on the ceiling. Please, friend, drop down. <laughs> and he hops down into your arms. Hey, uh, Amy, it's safe him. in here now. Come on in. You, Can Amy? I hop down, too? I mean, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've got both of them. <laughs> I, I, set, uh, I set Cobb down, and I set the kobold down. Uh, you invoked the name of Thorak, my friend, and we will always rescue someone who keeps the faith. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Years ago, a traveling band of folks came through here, and one gave me this crudely drawn pamphlet. Dude, it was us. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. All and of- it was one year ago. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying, like, years ago. It was years ago. Like, to the date, almost. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, all humans sort of... And, uh... Oh, bro! <laughs> Only, like, one of us is human. The best yeah. one. Well, two of us now. I mean, there's, there's Amy. We have this whole thing. I'm glad you kept it. I think I recognize her. This Amy person. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not possible. It's really not possible. I'm glad you read the pamphlet. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. There is a lot of cool stuff in there. Uh, d- did you know, uh, for instance, that the suffering is nearly at end? And Torag is the way. Dude, I gave you the pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard him preach for years. All right, well. You know, but I, I'm glad that you kept the faith, my friend, and as you can see, you were rewarded. That's wonderful. This is a much better religion than the great dragon tyrant. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> a lot more forgiving. Maybe so, we're in a thousand years. Can we ask about your uh, beasts of burden? Uh, Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, last time you we were here, you s- sold me a nightmare, if you remember that. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. it was not, uh, did not necessarily work out well. Well, did it get you there? It got me there. It got you there. Then it turned and attacked on us. Yeah. Well, kind I of mean. It turned out to be one of the, you know, last boss situations where you meet them early in the story and then it's kind of come back at the end. Yeah. It, it seemed really, it seems obvious now. Yeah, like, like, we should have like, figured that out. I knew out, it was but evil, but I was pretty cocky. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you had won that last handle animal check, it probably would have joined the party and uh, fought <laughs> alongside you. But, uh, hey, hey. sometimes uh, you can't win them all. That was literally a year ago. <laughs> you also sold us another beast of burden mm-hmm. who's been nothing, been no burden on my life for sure. Until big burden on ours. Big, big burden on ours. <laughs> You're in jail for a year. What are you talking about? No burden. <laughs> My heart was not burdened. All right. Well, there's that. You sold me uh, the most beautiful pony I've ever seen in my life. She's smart and funny, and she tells really sweet stories. She's not you know? sentient. <laughs> it, it was a pony that was arrested and jailed here. Yeah, you you mean that little pony in uh, that, that that the state transferred over here? Yes, this was probably yeah. it. Yeah, Buttercup. Yeah! Buttercup. Yeah, Buttercup. That's what her brand said. Buttercup. That's a tattoo we got together one night. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Was the was the pony here? Yeah, the 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 pony the ponies here, it should just be in the back. Um, Buttercup! Hold on, hold on. Court orders were to keep him away from Beasts of Burden. Screw the court orders, we're adventurers Hold now. on! I just don't know if we should break this law. Okay. It is just a pony after Look, all. we will definitely go check on Buttercup, but let's probably try to understand the whole zombie thing that was kind of happening in here. Yeah, that was kind of intense. Let's yeah. keep a priority on the mission, I'll okay? listen from the other room. All right, no. you're going to do what you're going to do. Cobb, stay here. Just stay here. Just promise me you won't stab anyone. How about this, Cobb? I'll go look for Buttercup for you. Amy, no. You can't go alone. I feel like Amy's going to get kidnapped if we let her do that. Oh, 
I mean, maybe, yeah. No. <laughs> no, just like. Why it. would you want her to get kidnapped? Then <laughs> All right. you can't get married to her yeah. anymore. Cobb, <laughs> chill, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not going to get kidnapped. I'm sure it's fine. These horses have been in here for days. Yeah, days. Uh, I, I fortified this place pretty good. Well, uh. Can I, you don't want me to go with you? How this, how, wait, hold, how'd that really spooky zombie get in here then? Oh, uh, well, he burrowed up from the ground. Right. Yeah. So how fortified is the rest of the ground? <laughs> well, I got floorboards in most of this place. Probably not the stables. Probably not Probably the stables, not come the to think of it. Amy, you should stay here. Wait, Buttercup, I gotta go check on her. Cobb runs to the stables. <laughs> uh, so you start, you look through the stables. Uh, there, there are, uh, griffins that are, uh, <gasps> pinned up. There are, uh, you know, small riding drakes that are pinned up. Uh, there are hippogriffs and, uh, there are like horses that look like they're on their last leg. There's a horse that grins evilly at you. And then you finally get to the pony section. Uh, and you, you, there's a big heart shaped, uh, heart shaped symbol on the outside of the pony door. You hurriedly undo the pony gate, fling it open, and there is a tunnel leading down to the ground. <gasps> and we'll have to leave off there for this week. Oh, man. That, <laughs> oh, shit. Was that time? Good thing we didn't let Amy go back. That's it for this week, but don't worry. We've got more anniversary fun on the way. And I will say, episode by episode, this series gets crazier and weirder. So you've got a lot to look forward to. Again, thanks to everyone who came to our games at Gen Con and walked up and said hi to us on the floor. It was so much fun meeting everyone, and I can't wait to see you again next year or hopefully even sooner. Once again, Kat and I are going to delay the public beta of Epiphany, but if you're really itching to find out what's going on, please email us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com and we'll give you the current imperfect version. Remember, you can look forward to a bonus episode of One Shot this week on Thursday. One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. And finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Adventure.